Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. We're going to do some fun stuff tonight, but I just felt that. And also, uh, Nathaniel. Dude. And Heidi, where are you at? Oh, you're beautiful, perfect babies. Her babies sleep through the night and they're perfect. That's just the anointed. But God was really highlighting you two to me. But Nathaniel, God has marked you. He's marked you. You have an anointing. Yes, you have a beautiful gift and voice, but understand that underneath that is an anointing to shift atmospheres in worship, to shift the very atmosphere. And I just saw you beginning. I saw first God just bringing that dream guitar back in your room. I saw you beginning to write and write, and it's gonna flow over, and you're gonna take inventory of all his goodness and all his times that he's been there for you. And from that place, from here's what I saw that God's about to do the things and the areas where you feel like I dropped the ball or I wasn't in the right place or, you know, the, the struggles. God didn't bring the struggles, but God has been holding that area of your life because inside of that, the victory that you're coming into are songs. They're, birth, they're gonna be birthed from that wrestle. And so you, when you felt like, God, why didn't you just deliver? Why didn't you just immediately remove? It's because he left it in there because he had songs that were yet to be written, but they had to be attached to a thoughtful breakthrough, a breakthrough that you've contended for. And so God, right now we release heavenly songs over Nathaniel. We declare that the goodness of God is gonna flow out of his lyrics and his worship leading. In Jesus' name, this is the season, Nathaniel, of preparation. I see preparation is getting ready to end and then acceleration is getting ready to start. So God, we declare acceleration right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. And Heidi, I just felt like God is getting ready to show you his goodness. And I see that you're in a season where you're gonna just see miraculous streams, miraculous streams. You and Nathaniel, you guys are gonna see miraculous income streams that just explode and take off. And it's gonna be, it's almost like it'll be a freeing thing so new levels of creativity can come into your house. Because God's gonna remove any financial stressors so that the, that the creative flow will be in your house for both of you too. So God, we just release that now. We release new opportunities, promotions, businesses that they own together in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, we're a spirit-filled church. The gift of prophecy is, is meant to edify the body. It's meant to edify and build up the body. Thank you, Lord. There's just a good flow in here right now drink water. I will do that. Thank you. Oh, you guys haven't even sat down yet, huh? Should I let you sit down? No, there, there's, a, there's a flow. 
There's a flow. Lexi and Corey Ross. I just hear the word, reinforcements are coming. Reinforcements are coming. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it means something to you, but reinforcements are coming. God never intended you guys. Leadership can feel lonely in moments, but it was not, it, it's only when you have to make a push, but then God brings the Jonathans and the armor bearers. And I just see reinforcements are coming. Reinforcements are coming for your kids, for your family. God's not gonna leave your, your kids to figure it out on their own. He's gonna walk with them. You're in that age where you're beginning to let them into the world, right? Release. And the fear is like, what if they're like me? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I think. <laughs> Maybe not you guys, but, but I just see God has reinforcements for you too. Reinforcements are coming in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna prophesy a little more, but I just wanna release something. And I also want us to celebrate together real quick. So take a seat, take a seat. Ben, take a minute. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. Thank you. I have a one-point sermon tonight. <laughs> Who said yay? Pastor Alex, fired. If you hadn't brought an, offer, an awesome offering message, but great message, by the way, man, great message. And uh, Dakota and Anthony, I just love you guys. You guys are amazing human beings. Come on, who loves the Johnsons? They lead our junior hires so fearlessly. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I, uh, this morning I got to see not the advertisement for Hero, but the recap of the show that they filmed. And I just, I loved it so much. And I want you guys, it also, it'll share some stats and whatnot, but I wanted to do that because for some people it's like, wait, what is this? It's, it's live theater, but it's also recorded. And I just wanna do that because I'm telling you what's happening on Sunday is one of your greatest opportunities to evangelize somebody you've been working on. This play is so powerful and so modern. It's like I'm giving you a layup right now. Like I'm, I'm giving you the perfect alley-oop and all you gotta do is invite a friend and slam duck, all right? So I wanna, guys, do we have that recap? Cool, it's a quick one, but I also wanna share with you guys so you know, in case you're new to Awaken or Envy we're one church in many locations. So we just did this in Southern California and San Diego area. Thousands of people went to the show. 400 plus people got saved at the show. And that's people that actively raised their hand and went up for prayer. Right, that's people who said, yes, I made a decision tonight. We, oh, I've heard some radical stories. But I just want you guys to get to see kind of that so you know that God's doing this. He's, you know, you can watch CNN for like 10 minutes and you think that the whole world is about to end and like, every, but God is on the move, people. God is on the move. He's on the move in SLC. He's on the move in San Diego. So let's watch this real quick, guys, just so everyone can get to see it. And then I'm gonna talk about it, actually. Can run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut you down. 
I just, I, after watching this video is actually what, and then this amazing message we hear, we have our leader, our team meeting with Pastor Jurgen this, and so we got to watch this and then share the word, and that, that's actually where this is all gonna be birthed from. And like I said, it's one point, but I wanna get there. I wanna get there, and I wanna encourage you guys with the hero thing is that anytime you can get a perspective of Jesus, a real true perspective of Jesus, it is potent with life-changing opportunity. It is potent when we realize what Jesus has really done for us. Come on, I don't wanna be a church that just checks the box that we went to church on Sunday and it didn't change my Monday and it hasn't changed my Monday and it's never changed my marriage and it's never changed my bank account and it's never changed the trajectory of our family line. My grandparents got divorced, my parents got divorced and you know I still go to church but it's looking like I'm gonna get divorced. You know what I mean? I want a church that actually we get it. We get it, not just information, but we get that transformation, that transformation. Why? Because that transformation makes you strong, makes you strong. Why is that important? Well, let's start in Luke eleven twenty one. 21. Luke eleven twenty one says this, for when a strong man, hit your neighbor, say strong man. If your neighbor's a woman, say strong woman, okay? There you go. For when a strong man is fully armed, say fully armed, and guards his palace, his possessions are safe. Thank you, Tony, extra credit for you. (laughs) When a strong man or a strong woman, God didn't make any person in this room without the intention of them being strong and courageous. That's not a personality trait. Yes, there are people that have more bins to being brash or bold or whatever, but ultimately there's not a single person, a single child of God that he doesn't plan to make strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. And notice it says that when a strong man guards his palace, 
Pastor Jurgen did such a beautiful job explaining this. I want to articulate it because it's just got my mind going there. See, God is going to test you for your commissioning in your palace. Lots of people there like, ah, I just feel like I'm called to, you know, I'm called to the nations. I'm called to, you know, preach and prophesy or want to be used by God. And God's saying, absolutely, I put gifts and talents in you and I want to use you. However, I'm going to watch how you manage your palace to dictate how you're going to steward the next thing. Because how you do it in the little is how you'll do it in the large. And so God looks to us and then gives us the power to steward that well. And that's tonight we're going to pray. If your batteries have been low, if you need a little juice, a little giddy up in your go, we are going to pray for people to get filled with the Holy Spirit tonight. Because the strong in the spirit comes from spiritual things. Does that make sense? Yes. You want to be strong in the physical, you go to the gym. By the way, I heard a great analogy of a gym. Can I share with you? This is a freebie, but you're going to appreciate it. Another preacher said this. I'm not taking credit for it. I don't know his name. Just saw it on my Instagram reels. Anyways, <laughs> leaving a church because people are hypocrites is like quitting a gym because not everyone's in shape. Like, imagine that. People come to church, somebody at that church hurt me. They weren't acting like Jesus. They say they're all about Jesus, but that person hurt me. And then imagine, now flip that. Go to a gym and you're like, what are they doing here? I thought I was the only needed to be here person. I thought all of you would already be in shape. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, the gym is for getting there. The church is for getting there. Okay, and, and the second that, and so, yeah, you go to the gym, sure, there's plenty of people. You're like, okay, they've probably been here for a minute. They're, they're gold star members. They, they know this place, you know? And then there's other people like, trial, free trial, definitely a free trial today. <laughs> and everywhere in between. But I've never walked into a gym and been like, nope, look at all you jiggling in here, I'm leaving. <laughs> So I just want to encourage you. If someone hurts you, maybe, maybe this is the place where the hypocrisy gets worked out. Maybe if you're really, really bugged by hypocrisy, you know, most of the things that trigger us are in us. We see what we know, right? Like some of you that like cool clothes, you see my pants and you know. You know that my wife picked them out for me and I like them, okay? <laughs> but you know, you get what I'm saying? So anyways, that's for somebody. I'm not judging you if you've left church before, but let me tell you something. There will always be a hypocrite in church. And the day there's not is the day that church died. There's ain't no new people coming in. So just find some people that have the fruit you want in your life, go to their connect group, get in, get in their world, and love on the people that are still working it out with Jesus, right? Perfect. Okay, back to strong. Yeah, that was good. Some of you are like, I need to send that to my family. Anyways, um, <laughs> strong. I want to talk about the armor of God because it's spiritual armor and it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know why? So I think right now, I feel like I have just seen so many Christians that I grew up with. See, I didn't grow up in a spirit-filled church. We read the Bible and we only had the Bible. It wasn't no extras, but... but I've seen them still fall off. 
It's because the Bible says that the gospel was never meant to be a matter of words. It was meant to be power. Power. It's meant to be powerful and potent. And it's meant to have people become powerful. You know God brought you here because he wants you to get powerful? He brought you to this house. I don't know the whole journey, but I know why he brought you here. Because he's ready to activate you into the power that he has for you. Because your life should look different. It should be supernatural. And I apologize if you've got bad teaching that tells you that how you prove that you really love Jesus is you suffer your whole life, never seen breakthrough, never seen victory, and then just barely cross through the pearly gates and somehow God gets all the glory on earth for that. That's not good theology and it's not reading your whole Bible. It's excluding some of the fun stuff, some of the weird stuff, some of the wild stuff. So I wanna go to Ephesians 6, 10 real quick. We're gonna break this down and we're gonna pray for people. Final word, word, be strong. Comes up again. In the Lord and in his mighty power. Doesn't say be strong in theology. Nothing, you should have good theology, but that's not what it says. Doesn't be strong. Doesn't say be strong in how many Bible studies you go to every week. It doesn't say that. It says be strong. Guys, go back to it real quick. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And in his mighty power. So let's figure out how to do that. Because what I love about Paul is he doesn't just say that and say, now, good luck. He actually breaks it down how you're going to do this. So first he explains the battle we're in. Put on God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. We don't give the devil a lot of credit, but you do not preach the full word of God if you take the devil out. You can't preach the gospel without the devil and hell. They are both a part of it. They are both a part of it. It's not the fun part. I wish I could tell you, don't worry, nobody's out there trying to mess with you. Nobody's trying to keep you away from God. There is no enemy. It's just kumbaya and rainbows from here on out. But it's not. There's an enemy. He's real. He's strategic. He hates you because you're made in God's image. Genesis, or the Bible says that the devil was the head worship leader in heaven, wanted to be like God, got kicked out. So you are a spit in his face because then God says, here's somebody I made in my image. Anyways, that's free. Here we go. Put on God's armor so that you will be, oh, there we go. Armor so you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Next one, guys. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. That's important. Christian, if your Christianity is pretty much all based around attacking other Christians, you are, are, are just bad people. If you're like, oh, look at those filthy sinners out there. I don't, I don't get you, but I, I, I do, you know, like that's not what it is. We're not, there's no people we're fighting against right now. There are people under the influence of the enemy and I'll call out the influence, but I don't hate the person. I hate that the devil is using them to do evil things. I hate that the devil's using them to abuse and use people and hurt people, but we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Side note. I do not give any, I just wanna help you, church. Nowadays, we live in a world where anyone can put their message out. You can get YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff, right? Check this. Don't take advice on your spiritual walk from somebody who has no fruit. It's just really good at talking. I've seen YouTube preachers try to, YouTube pastors try to tell 
talk bad about other churches. They've never built a church. They've never discipled people. They're a one-man operation who knows how to get followers. Your theology is not tested. I'm not saying they're always wrong, but your ideas are not tested. Your perspective is not tested. It's just that's a freebie. It, I, I, too many Christians like, well, I watched this YouTube video. And I'm like, okay, was, who was it? Who was in it? Joe Schmo. What's Joe Schmo do? The YouTube videos. That's it? Let me go check the Great Commission. Go forth and make followers of all. No. I don't care how many likes you get on YouTube. I want to know, have you done it? Have you discipled people? Have you raised up people? Have you raised up leaders? Have you helped people get to John chapter 15, abiding in Jesus? Have you taught people to abide in Jesus? Or have you taught people to be critical of other churches? Also, any ministry online or anything that spends most its time talking about what churches are doing it wrong, waste of your time. If you know what to do, then go plan an awesome church and bring revival to your city. Stop sitting there knocking the other guy who's out there telling people about Jesus. Whew, somebody needed that because I didn't even want to go on that. How are we doing? Perfect. For we are not fighting against flesh, blood. Go ahead. Next one. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor. Every piece. Not just some of it every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. You have to know when there's seasons. You have to know when the enemy's trying to ratchet it up. The sooner you recognize if he's ratcheting it up, the sooner you're able to break the pattern. He'll ratchet up at times where he can get you, like I said, off of the rhythm that you're walking with Jesus. Anyways, piece of God's armor, resist the enemy. Next one, standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. I'm gonna pause really quick on these. All of these armors are given to you by walking with the Holy Spirit, just so you know. They don't, they, they need Holy Spirit infusion, right? For those of us Marvel geeks like me and Pastor Alex, you know, there's always a thing, uh, what's his name? Iron Man, okay? Sure, you can put on all the metal, but without the power, without the, without the source, all it is is actually dead weight. Look at me. In my own righteousness, I stand. Well, you're unrelatable and no one likes you because you're self-righteous. Right? Doesn't work without the power source. So the Holy Spirit is the source of the armor of God. So put on, uh, stand your ground, put on the belt of truth. Let me just put it really quick on this one. The belt's what everything else hooks up to. The belt is the thing that holds the whole thing together. This whole new age thing of your truth, my truth. Those don't exist. There is the truth. We are unique and wonderfully made, but there is only one truth. Truth isn't truth if it has multiple options. It's, it's by definition. So there is absolute truth. And just like gravity, I can say from the top of my lungs how much I don't believe in gravity. I don't adhere to that teaching. Don't believe it. Don't do it. Doesn't matter. If I close my eyes and lean off the edge of this, I'm not going to float all over all of you. There's a truth there. There's a truth there. God has truth. We do not love people when we, when we rewrite the truth to make room for their feelings. I'm not saying be harsh, 
I hate the people out with the signs, you're, you're gonna turn or burn, or you're, you're all gonna burn. That's not, that's not the kind of truth I'm talking about. It's the truth in love. But if you come to me and you're confused about the sex God made you, it's not helpful for me to pretend with you. No, you have a spirit of confusion because God made you beautiful and lovely. He didn't make a mistake with you. Do you get what I'm saying? So too, too long, the church should look different. We have to offer them something different. We have to offer the world the truth. We can dress cool, talk normal, talk modern, but that we don't, we don't change what's real. So you gotta have the truth around you. Next one. The shoes put on with the peace that comes from the good news. Did we skip? Yep, go back. Look how Christian I'm in, I realized it. There we go. Stand your ground, belt of truth, the body armor or the breastplate of righteousness. That's not a self-righteousness. It's awareness that Jesus made me right. It's an awareness that Jesus made me right. And so when you feel like you're wrong, you can remind your heart, no, 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 Jesus made me right. On my best day and my worst day, it was Jesus that made me right. You want the Holy Spirit to be able to remind you of that. Next one. The shoes, put them kicks on with the peace that comes from the good news. That's why, talking about why I wanted to show that hero recap, the good news will be preached. And it'll be preached in a way that not very many churches have preached it. It's gonna be awesome. But the good news will be preached and it comes with peace. It comes with peace. Listen, today when we pray for the Holy Spirit, one thing I wanna break off is anxiety. I just, it's not the way God intended you. You walk in peace, but the peace can't come from within you. Because the truth is most of our unpeaceful things are caused by us. So if we put peace on ourselves, we create a very small world around us. But if we put peace in Him, our world can get larger and larger and larger. It's not dependent on us. It'll be fully prepared. Next one here. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. The Holy Spirit wants to put faith in you. Faith Faith is not, I'm just gonna avoid the circumstances where the arrows get thrown. The King James, I like how the King James puts it. It says, hold up the shield of faith to block all the arrows. All the arrows. All the arrows. Not some of the arrows, not a few of the arrows, but all the arrows. Some people, I just felt on this one that, there's situations you haven't gone back into because last time you got hit. You got hit. And I felt somebody needed to hear this today. The difference of now and then is you have faith now. But you're still worried about those arrows. But listen, that, that faith can block all the arrows. All the arrows. That's what it was intended to do. And finally, stop the fiery arrows put on salvation as your helmet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
See, the Holy Spirit is called our counselor. One of the things he wants to do in your life, and I can bring up the whole band because we're about to pray for people. What he wants to do in your whole life is let the salvation saturate every thought. That's why the Bible says, take all thoughts captive and surrender them to the, to the Lord. This, that, that what permeates, that what Jesus did on that cross, and because he got out of the grave, it covers all of my sin. It covers all of my shame. It covers all of my condemnation, not some of the things, not just the things I've been able, but all of it. And he wants to permeate your heart through your head. This is where this gets the message. Holy Spirit wants to partner with you and remove thinking that was maybe passed on to you or a situation put a label on you and now your mind has these guardrails up or God says, I wanna take you further, but you have literally decided in your mind and your heart, that's not an option for me. So he's trying to renew your mind with that. He made all things new in your life. I gotta I got go here for a minute. Somebody needs to hear this. He's gonna make all things new in your life. All things new. You say, well, I came from abuse. I came from abandonment. I came from brokenness. I came from hurt. All things new. All things new. Then the devil tries to bring up your family line. You just bring up, hey, I know that's my natural family line, but here is my heavenly family line. So I'm looking at Jesus and what he did, and that's my line. That's what I've inherited because of Jesus. Finally, the spirit. There it is. The spirit, which is the word of God. When Holy Spirit and the Word of God get an alignment in your life. See, the Holy Spirit needs, he, why do we read our Bibles? Christian, why do you read your Bible on your own? Because you're giving the Holy Spirit ammunition to take what the Bible calls logos, which is the written word. It's already written down, it's there and turn it into rhema. When the Holy Spirit comes and whispers on a Logos word, whispered, you are more than a conqueror for a situation, now it becomes a rhema word. And rhema word is how Peter walked on water. He said, Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. And that word, he walked on the word. Jesus said it so I can do it now. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do with the word of God in your life. I wanna go down to 18. Pray in the spirit at all times. Telling you, why do you need the Holy Spirit? Because none of that armor is activated without the power of God. You can know it up here, but if you actually want, why do you put armor on? Because you're getting ready to go in a fight. If you actually wanna be a person that doesn't just walk around saying I have the armor, but is willing to go fight, says, you know what? Right now, it looks like my marriage is on the rock, so I'm gonna go get with God, and I'm gonna get with the Holy Spirit, and I'm gonna suit up, and I'm gonna remember who I am, and how he made me, and what he did for me, and I've got truth that he can redeem all things, and I walk into that conversation, not an angry spouse, but I walk in a spirit-filled believer walking with Jesus. Thanks, BJ. I think I'm just, I'm hitting on things. I'm hitting on things. Some of you are like elbowing your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to penetrate every area of your life. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you up. 
when it says pray in the spirit. Look, we're a spirit-filled church. We pray in tongues. I want to level with you right now. We will pray in tongues. That's what the Bible says to do. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. Not prophesy in tongues, that's different. But pray in tongues. That's the gift of the Holy Spirit. When you're out of words to pray, when you don't know what to pray, when you're not exactly sure what to say, you can pray in a heavenly language. And guess what? If I did it up here and and then just walked off stage, it would demand a interpretation. But when I'm talking to God, I'm praying. I ain't talking to you. I don't need He knows what I'm saying. So I don't need interpretations. That makes sense. And you only get that from being filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's stand to our feet. I left a little time for this. I'm gonna open up the altar here in a minute. If you need a, just a reboot. You're, you're, I've been filled with the Holy Spirit, but if I was honest, man, I just need a touch. I need, to, I need the touch of the Holy Spirit. I wanna get filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna pray for you in a minute. And also, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, you don't, you don't pray in tongues, you know, you don't, you've never actually been baptized in the Holy Spirit. You'll know when you have, okay? We'll, we wanna pray with you tonight too. Because hear me on this, you were called to be a strong Christian, one who defends their house and then takes other territory. But the enemy will always have an end to wreck and pillage and do things. If you're, it says, if you're not strong. But for a Christian in the spirit, it's the Holy Spirit that brings us that strength. It's not in our own strength. Yeah, we set up times and disciplines to be with him. We choose to come to the altar. There's a partnership, but the actual strength and the power comes from the Holy Spirit. And we need him in our life. So here's what I want to do, because there's nothing magical about, ooh, you know, the pastor. I have authority, but the Holy Spirit's for every Christian. Every Christian. And so I am going to pray with you, but what I want to do, we've got another four minutes here on the timer. We're going to sing that third song one more time together. And I want you to get lost in the worship. I want you to make the band have to pick up the energy because you're so engaged right now. But what God wants to do tonight is bring the Holy Spirit to anoint you to have the breakthrough. I'm not just talking about feeling the warm fuzzies with the Holy Spirit. I actually think tonight when I'm praying for the Holy Spirit to come on you, it's to give you that full empowerment to then go and advance and take territory. God wants to bring breakthrough. I told Anthony before we went to Book of Marrows, there's breakthrough in the room today. There's breakthrough in the room today. And you will have breakthrough not by sitting back passively. Even our offering message today was on breakthrough. There is breakthrough. The Holy Spirit wants to bring breakthrough, but he only can bring the true breakthrough in your life that's consistent if you're walking with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. So worship team, let's get the track going. We're gonna sing this song and then we're gonna pray. Why am I having us sing a song? Because now it's time to recalibrate. Let's recalibrate. I want you to just close your eyes, focus on Jesus, sing with energy, with power, with fire, with with conviction, because he wants to move. Come on, worship team, let's do this.
Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.